Hello, Assalamualaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And there is still a whole week to go with this heat where it literally, literally feels as if we are next to a huge sauna that has a burning pit in it. Yeah. It's as if we're inhaling smoke all around us. As if we're literally in fire. As in, in the pit of fire. But the fire, the flames are not yet surrounding us but the smoke and the ashes are you know what i mean i don't know if you know what i mean but anyway and at the same time it's as if we're in this in this sauna so it's a weird mixture i'm sure we're actually in hell and i really do think that those of us who are already living in hell um i don't think god has a right to put us back in hell again seriously those people who are actually enjoying their lives while screwing everybody else's lives up they need to have a taste of hell because in this world they sure ain't having it anyway apart from that the other thing that really pees me off i don't know if i mentioned this before but really pees me off when on youtube you know these journalists so called journalists i'm going to call them so called now because they're really peeing me off although they really are journalists but the point is i hate their headlines and i every time i see a youtube uh, headline where there is great news breaking news great good news for imran khan i'm like oh, okay i'm skipping that because all they do is yap 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 and then yap 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 and then there is no point to get to because i mean the whole point of that of that breaking news and that big great news which is supposed to be a good news for imran khan that never comes you know what is it i mean that that that's that's your title so what is the good news i don't get it it's the same news every day so what's so good about it it's nothing new here this is why actually i'm not doing any podcast about imran khan at the moment because listen for two days or at least at least for the past 15 hours or so i've been listening to how the supreme court is rendering the case uh, bogus and it's rendering all the cases bogus guess what i've been listening to that from day 1 too um the point is that the supreme court still doesn't seem to have made its decision um for the past 15 hours i've been hearing that the supreme court is in session and that the uh, you know the chief justice uh, bandial um that he is uh, basically you know um he's basically commenting on the loopholes and the the illegality of the trial the whole trial process itself the illegality of it that was um you know uh, that was so conveniently uh, conveniently um you know just dramaed up you know by uh, dilaver who i i'm really beginning to question dilaver's uh, qualifications as 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 a lawyer forget as a judge i mean did that guy even go to law school but then you know in pakistan there are so many people who are qualified on paper but they know jack shit um you have so many computer engineers who are qualified on paper but they don't know anything um you have doctors now all the good doctors are abroad because the demand for doctors and nurses abroad from pakistan is so huge um that all our doctors and nurses basically the good ones the qualified ones the real ones they leave and then we're left with all that trash that you know paid money to get their qualifications and you don't want to go near them because they're those people who will leave instruments and equipments and scissors in the bodies of the people that they have done illegal surgeries on and you know they're quacks 
they're basically those who should have failed but because they went to private medical colleges and they've paid lakhs and lakhs of rupees and obviously those colleges now cannot you know afford to have them all fail so they will try to give them passing marks and let them come out into the market and experiment on us as if we are their dogs and cats in the laboratories so we've got that going on you know so i mean you know nobody's qualified in pakistan in fact the reason why we chose imran khan the reason why um we elected him the reason why he was put into power was um to eradicate all these evils from our society the evil that was bred and uh, you know given birth to by the british and then bred by the americans to keep our society corrupted so that our society should never rise it should never attain its full sovereignty because you see here's the thing the reason that here's another question that you know we have this sort of a debate about pakistan and how it is constitutionally um built and founded without any bloodshed and all the bloodshed that ensued ensued after pakistan was founded after it was already put on the map and that was basically because uh, from the side of india where they killed all the uh immigrants and they sent trains into pakistan filled with uh you know bloody victims who were dead so th- there was that but uh, the would why we say that uh qaidiazam was one of the very few leaders who created a country by defying and alternating the course of history is because you need to understand that although many argue that qaidiazam was pushed and he was left with no choice but to have a separate country because india did not want a confederate uh union as was the original plan for Qaid, uh, of qaidiazams because qaidiazam muhammad ali jinnah basically wanted india to remain united but as a confederate and that the indians uh, were scared of because they were like uh, the muslim is a huge major- the, the the muslims form a huge majority in india and uh, if 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 bangladesh and pakistan were all still part of it and the indians basically wanted an extreme uh, hindutva india an extreme as in today's india that you see now that is what india wanted they wanted a, a, an india of extreme fanatics of uh, of the you know which we call hindutva india um where you know they just wanted uh, hindus to rule all over and maintain their you know caste system and hierarchy where you have the untouchables and you have the these and you have those and you know so basically a system that was still based on their old um uh you know unequal discriminatory uh hierarchy based system now the thing is uh i here i i understand why the british uh, ministers and you know the and, and lords of those times why they said that uh, Imra, uh, that uh, qaidiazam uh, defied and alternated the course of history is because although qaidiazam realized that he was now going to be left with no choice but to have a separate nation which is something that sir sayed ahmed shah said uh, a very very long time ago when he proposed the two nation theory which was also uh, con- you know perpetrated uh, again by alama iqbal who said that who told qaid azam that no matter what you do at the end india cannot stand as one and because we are essentially two different nations we will end up breaking up anyway 
there are going to be more than one nations because India was never one nation as we know. India was put together by the Muslims, by the Mughals. They were the ones who, who loosely connected India and made it into one country, that one country that the British then wanted to invade so that the British could find out how uh, one can develop a country to this extent. So, you know, uh, the reason Again, as I said, the, so the reason why it is said that Qaeda Azam uh, alternated uh, the or changed the course of history was because even though Pakistan was supposed to be made, but the British and the Indians had this conspiracy going on that uh, Pakistan would be like an autonomous body. Um, you, you know, like how we have many countries have, uh, I'm sure, you know, uh, certain parts in their of their land which are autonomous which means that they have a completely independent uh you know jurisdiction of their own they're they're completely separate but at the same time they're within the country when it comes to federal and uh you know when it comes to military and when it comes to federal um you know uh, distribution of power so they're under the federal jurisdiction, you can say, but on their own, there are they are like you know complete. It's like Kashmir, you can say, independent Kashmir, free Kashmir that is uh, in Pakistan. So what basically Kashmir is free. It has its own president. It has its own uh, you know uh, government. It has everything of its own, but it relies on Pakistan army, and it enjoys benefits uh, of you know of all the benefits uh, of being a part of Pakistan. So. So there is no discrimination uh, against any Kashmiri. If they would choose to study in Pakistan, they get, uh, you know, an added uh, privilege or an, um, an added, uh, you can say, for example, they can have, they can avail certain scholarships, for example, or they have specific seats or a quota, you, we call them a quota. So they have a quota in, uh, you know, in the universities and colleges and schools here. So where it is made sure that somebody from, for example, Azad Kashmir, you know, uh, would have a seat. So it's like that. Uh, so basically, uh, the it's this is what the British had promised uh, India that you know we will basically make Pakistan like that, and we will you know. But at the end, Pakistan is just going to be a buffer state because the Indians were scared of Afghanistan because, as we know, Afghanistan's the Afghanis. They are uh, known for invading and encroaching upon spaces and then, you know, plundering and looting and all. They're known as land pirates. So they, 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 these were people who nobody could really deal with. And so the British also, you know, used to usually um, bribe the Afghanis to stay away. And that is why, um, you know, just to keep India, you know, safe so that if there is any, you know, uh, any, any outpour or you know it would go straight into a buffer state and that is Pakistan but the how Qaeda Azam changed things is when he said okay fine we will take Pakistan but then we will make it a sovereign state it's not going so he he just changed everything you know he supposedly you know uh, they thought that okay he was going to fall into their trap but he smelt their trap and he you know flipped it he turned the tables over to the so that that is why you know India and Britain and America are still you know constantly crying blood uh, and they're trying to constantly uh, derail Pakistan that somehow they should manage to again invade Pakistan and put it back under uh, them 
you know, because Qadiyazm had said that he was not going to stay under the British and he was not going to have any any um, position that would did that would show that Pakistan is in any way under the British even after getting independence. So to him, independence meant independence. And that is that is the technicality that people seem to fail to understand when people argue about how Qaeda Azam was pushed to me. Yeah, Qaeda Azam was pushed. He knew he was being pushed, but what did he do? He made the best out of that situation. He's like, okay, fine. You want us to have a buffer state? We're going to have a state, and it's going to be a completely independent sovereign state. And that is what happened. So that is why, right from day one, the British, you know, they had planted their uh, traitors and fifth columnists in the army especially and that is why the army has always you know always um, derailed the country always stepped in always interfered in politics this is all thanks to the british which obviously then they gave reins to america to continue with it um because of that um now that i've uh, sort of given you this this whole history uh in summary so you can understand why uh, Imran Khan, uh, you know, it was very important for the public that Imran Khan should come and he should basically break down the existing system and, you know, create from scratch a new system that would suit us uh, as a completely sovereign, independent, neutral state, which is what Qaeda Azam basically had wanted and which is what Liaquat Ali Khan died for because he refused to fight America's wars and that is why he was killed and that is exactly what happened again here where Imran Khan refused to be a part of the Russian and Ukraine war because we could not afford it, we still cannot afford it. That is why he was removed unceremoniously and America sent its minions and its pimps and his prostitutes here to, you know, uh, to lick asses and to get things done for them so that, you know, and now as you can see, Pakistan is being forced. Pakistan is being forced by forced, I mean, because the public uh, does not accept it. The legitimate government that was overthrown did not accept it, but the traitors are doing it. So it, that is why I'm saying Pakistan is being forced. Okay, we're being forced to get involved in the war and we are supplying weapons to Ukraine through obviously some I will refer to it as middleman. Okay, so this is how, you know, Pakistan is now being forced to again, you know, be, comply with the US to Pakistan's own detriment. Now, remember that the US is the one that ignited the war, the US is the one that started the war using Ukraine's soil. Uh, and, you know, the Russia had no choice but to start the war. This is again something that the Western media is constantly covering up, even on social media, when people talk about the Ukraine war and we stand with Ukraine and this and that. Um, they fail to tell you the, the, the actual, the bare naked truth behind the war, and that is America used Ukraine's soil to attack Russia, and basically what Russia did was counterattack. And this is a fact. I don't care how anybody tries to, you know, uh, uh, change their narrative or whatever. But this is the hardcore, bare naked fact. Okay, live with it. If you can't, then go kill yourselves. 
because that's because at the end of the day once again america is going to owe a huge apology to the world for what it's doing remember vietnam remember iraq remember how the american government has constantly lied to its people um before waging wars and the people need to be aware of this now but actually the people themselves are sick and tired of the american government and american establishment as we know America is basically worse than a third world country. If you look at their homelessness situation, their joblessness situation, their poverty situation, um, the fact that they have never really spent on their infrastructure compared to China, um, they're always, you know, bitching about China. But okay, let's let's put it this way. Believe you me, um, the public in China uh, seem to enjoy more rights, more freedom, um, and more um, opportunities. than those in america and america refers to itself as the richest country on earth they're not america sorry is not rich whatever is in america does not belong to america and whatever is not in america america is trying to steal anyway through wars so you need to get that perception out of your head america is not at all the richest country in the world okay so again um buhu So basically I mean as I said that's why I just avoid uh I just literally I avoid all those stupid breaking news type um headlines I think that these are I think to me I would call these clickbaits when you see these youtubers these journalists making such stupid headlines you know ke bahut badi khushkhabri to imran khan ke liye khushkhabri to ab supreme court ne ye kar diya to supreme court ne wo kar diya you know i've already said that all in english so it doesn't matter if i'm saying it in urdu all over again these are just the headlines that i'm repeating in urdu which i've previously as i said already mentioned in english and i mean that's just bs it just pees me off and i just want to scroll forward and i i don't even go near those uh videos even though they are from the journalists that i would usually listen to but as soon as i see that headline i'm like okay skip it because as i said so chief justice bandial is busy rambling on about how you know there were loopholes and how it was illegal and how all the cases are bogus and this and bloody bloody blah when are you going to release the man I'm waiting for that, okay? The minute the Supreme Court uh forces the establishment and the army to back off and to allow the this you know the the court uh to implement its decision and that Imran Khan be set free. Then I'm going to talk about it. Yes, then I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to say, "Okay, finally we've got some good real news and that is Imran Khan's free." But since I haven't got anything of the sort, so I'm sorry, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to write a breaking clickbait type headline saying, "Oh, you know, big news for Imran Khan." There are too many big news for Imran Khan already. I don't care about all those news. To me, the big news, the real news is when Imran Khan's actually out. Okay? That's what I'm waiting for. So everybody's wasting my time. I'm not going to waste anybody else's time. And that is basically why I am just, you know, ranting in this episode because while ranting about one point I've actually forgotten the other point that forced me to pick up my phone and start recording this podcast. Um, you know, this this was just one of the two things that I wanted to rant about. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that I actually, you know, uh forgotten the other point because that point was something that peed me off so much as well. Um yeah, so although actually there is also one other thing that I feel that uh you know, um I think that YouTube 
uh, somehow I, I mean in fact i got i got the news on minds i'm actually on minds which is uh, another social media platform um that is like um facebook you can say but um you know um over there unlike facebook uh, your posts get uh read by anybody and everybody on the across the platform um as you know in on facebook you know your posts only get read by 10% of your total audience and that even usually not the audience that you wanted to reach to but um and minds there's no such thing so but although uh i mean so basically on minds i think there was this news about how youtube was also going to censor uh certain videos and uh you know uh that do not conform to whatever it is that the american establishment is probably trying to make it conform to i don't know so so i mean in other words there's going to be censorship on youtube so i really i really don't know uh but i do know that uh, there are uh, some of my stuff uh, just seems like it doesn't even come across my subscribers and i have very few subscribers as you know i have not worked on building my youtube i literally uh started working on my youtube like a few months ago and i have not uh, done any pr for it i have not ever uh, you know advertised it or, or anything um and most of the con- the content on my youtube uh is basically this the the podcast that i'm you know recording here and i you know after i put it on red circle and across all podcast platforms then you know i generate a video of it and i post it on youtube um the other stuff the other content on my youtube are uh to do with my language coaching uh you know uh, to do with spoken english and french and urdu and languages and multilanguage and you know diversity and stuff so and 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 uh, the the rest is just random life stuff you know like vlogs tiny vlogs and short vlogs and travel vlogs and stuff like that so i mean yeah i'm not i'm not uh, i haven't really at uh you know done much so it's purely organic my work on youtube but as i said i've noticed that there are a few of my videos that my subscribers even don't seem to have uh, realized or noticed that they are out you know so yeah there is something going on with youtube i don't know what it is so i'm beginning to worry about that you know at least on that platform it was not before disturbing um you know it wasn't really messing with us uh, or uploading videos but now i think it's going to start messing with us so that was another thing that uh, sort of uh, became a bit of a concern but as i said i don't really care the only reason i am on social media is because i'm being forced by my students uh you know to keep a presence but to be honest i have not seen any positive um um results or you know consequences to it uh you know i'm still struggling when i'm struggling you know um and i don't i don't i mean i don't see any benefits or any advantages going on here uh uh plus my flu is almost gone i'm calling it the flu because seriously this is not some regular common cold the aches and pains that i've gone through and i'm still going through and my head especially that is pounding as if you know there is like literally a, a nerve or a wire that is you know from one end to the other end of my head just trying to slice through i don't know that's the only way i can describe that pain so it's a bit difficult to talk even now uh, if i talk too much then you know my throat starts uh you know sort of acting up um 
So, yeah, the other point that I wanted to rant about, I've totally forgotten seriously. So I think this will be it for now. Um, I am just waiting for, you know, the actual, actual news that Imran Khan's out. And to be honest, I am not expecting it because, uh, let, let's be real, how many decisions of the Supreme Court have actually been implemented or respected uh, you know, the, the by the establishment of the army or the illegal government, you know, we are under America's uh, um, colonization right now. We are under American government, believe it or not, accept it or not, acknowledge it or not. That is why even our laws are not being respected. Uh, you know, our whole system is not being respected. Our whole country is, you know, uh, basically at the mercy of... Um, of a foreign entity and uh, yes there have been rallies uh, there are car rallies that came out in protest um, supporting Imran Khan uh, there are people out every day but as I said I don't think protests and rallies are going to help this time I think people really need to be vicious cruel and we need to give these people a very cruel and unusual punishment uh, the army the establishment and the, and the illegal government, because at the end of the day, they're outsiders, they're outsiders and they're traitors and they're not one of us. And they need to be killed, they need to be hanged, uh, they need to be given capital punishment. And it should be a very cruel and unusual and very sadistic punishment so that it should be a lesson for generations to come. And this is me signing out, Khuda Hafiz.